Hello, and thank you for listening to Author Chats, a Quarto Group podcast featuring enlightening conversations with authors, editors, illustrators, and more. I'm your host, Mel Shewitt, and today I'm talking to Maria Isabel Sanchez Vagara, author of the Little People Big Dream series. Maria Isabel Sanchez Vagara, also known as Isa, was born in Barcelona, Spain. She is a writer and creative director in constant search of new concepts for children's books and the author of the multi-million copy best-selling Little People Big Dream series of picture books that explores the lives of outstanding people. Working for more than 15 years for clients in top advertising agencies, her books combine creativity with learning, aiming to establish a new and fresh relationship between children and pop culture. The Little People Big Dream series offers inspiring messages to children of all ages in a range of formats. The board books are told in simple sentences, perfect for reading aloud to babies and toddlers. The hardcover versions present expanded stories for beginning readers, and paper dolls, learning cards, matching games, and other fun learning tools provide even more ways to make the lives of these role models accessible to children. Let's chat with Isa. Isa, so excited to talk to you today about Little People of Big Dreams. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, man. I'll be here too. I have read about how you got the idea for Little People of Big Dreams, but I would love to know a little bit more in your own words. You were looking for a gift for your nieces, right? Yes. Yes, that was back in uh, 2012. That's when my twin nieces, Adam and Claudia, were born. And in my way to the hospital, I stopped by my favorite bookstore to try to find a book for them. And um, I, I was thinking about all these amazing women that I would have liked to know about when I was a kid. And I then realized that, um, that the bookstores haven't changed that much and that there was no any book like the one I was looking for. So that's when I decided to write it myself. Little People Big Dreams has sort of become a global brand since since then, which is just amazing. It's been translated into more than 20 languages. And you write in both English and Spanish. And I feel like I heard somewhere that you write the Spanish edition first and you write it in rhyme. Is that true? Yes, I do write it in rhyme, but it's not the first version I write anymore. (laughs) It used to, it used to. Um, uh, The series started in uh, 2014 in, in Spain with the Coco Chanel book. And, uh, but then, just a few months later, um, we start publishing in English, too, which was great. Um, and then I decided I will do both texts, because um, for the Spanish version, I was doing this little uh, poem. The story, I was trying to explain the story in a little poem. Um, we, thought, we thought maybe that was not such a good idea for the English edition. And... And, well, I just, um, since my English level, it's medium rare, <laughs> like all children, I thought I could, I, I could do it. I could do it. Um, I, it has helped me a lot to improve my English, too, <laughs> writing this series. So how would you say that your, your process of, like, creative writing is different when you, I mean, you said you used to start in Spanish. So how has, like, your process changed writing these books since they started? Um, I think the biggest change to me has been that now 
when I'm looking for all the biographical information, when I read the books about the characters or I watch a film or I interview or look for quotes or whatever, I try to do it in English because also it is a way for me to to, to feel more, well, more comfortable and, and to expand my knowledge, you know. Um, at first, I just to do it the other way around, I would write my my story in Spanish, which was rhyme, but I found it very difficult to translate it later to English because it had some kind of rhythm and flow that it was missing when we translated. So, so I think the biggest change has, has been that, that uh, now all the information I look for and everything I watch and everything I read in my life, it's in English, which has happened just in the last, in the last uh, years. That's fascinating. Um, I think probably the most basic question I can ask you, but I'm also just dying to know, is how do you select the people you write about? Um, at first, it was a very easy choice because I just thought, oh, well, who would I have liked to know when I was a little girl? You know? Who would have changed uh, the way I look to the world or opened my mind to, to different expectations and scenarios. So that's when Coco Chanel and Frida Kahlo and Amelia Earhart or Agatha Christie or many of the first titles in the series came from. But of course, um, now we have 50 titles in the series. And as you said, there are many countries involved, uh, many publishers, and everybody has an opinion. And I'm um, <laughs> they always also there are so many children writing to me all the time just proposing new names and, and new characters and obviously the list of dreamers is endless so i'm i'm very open to to new names even sometimes names that i was not even very uh, familiarized with you know like for example not too long ago um i was writing google's story and I didn't even know who he was uh, the first time the publishers uh, uh, told me about him. But then, oh my God, I, I was like a, an amazing new ball of, of drag queen and the love of drag queen that I discovered. And I had so much fun. And now I'm just the biggest fan, you know. So, so this is also a very interesting thing because I, I thought I could teach children some things with the series. But the, the truth is that I'm learning I'm learning a lot about many, 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 many characters that I never thought I would. I feel like that sort of begs the question then, like, how many of them do you come up with versus how many do, I mean, you have people writing to you all the time. That's amazing. So how many, I mean, how many people have you learned about just from, uh, from kids who write to you? Um, God, I don't know. Rapoli is the first that I think of. But like, for example, um, I wrote about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and obviously I knew about her, but not as well as probably all Americans do, because, uh, well, she's she's not part of the Spanish uh, law history. Um, but I don't know, it could be an, an, an endless list of them. I don't know. I, I mean, mostly of the names I, I obviously knew, but even the people you knew um, have big surprises to bring for you you know like there are always something unexpected in each story and of course the more you learn about the characters and the more you read about them also they kind of change your idea the idea that you had about them 
sort of want to change gears now and um, ask about the illustrations because each book is illustrated by somebody different. Uh, this is one of the parts that I love the most, you know, like searching uh, the web, uh, looking for new illustrators and trying to find somebody who, who catches the spirit of, of each of the characters in the series. So, I don't know, I just keep looking every single day. I'm looking at, um, at new illustrators, mostly through Instagram, which I found it is a, a beautiful way to, to meet new people and new artists that, that could be interesting for the series. Sometimes when I look for a new illustrator, what I try to do is like maybe uh, focus on the style uh, and for example, if I'm talking about a character from the 18th century, I may look for uh, uh, maybe an illustrator who used to work with watercolors, a more um, classic forms of, of art. But when I go for, uh, for some, somebody who is uh, from a different era, like more from the 20th century, or or somebody who who might still be be there like I don't know like like Elton John or or a character like from the 20th century then I try to look for somebody who is uh, more modern in the way they work and with the tools they use to to do their artwork and also sometimes I try to find some kind of connection personal connection with the character too like for example when we did the book for about about Anne Frank I really thought um, I really wanted to work with an illustrator whose family had been uh, touched by the Holocaust and because I think it brings a grade of truth to the whole story and the, the whole approach that it's very, very important to, to, to keep in mind. No, and that's when I end up working with Sveta Dorosheva, who is an artist from Israel. And she did an amazing job, really. So, but I've, I just fall in love with all the illustrators I work, you know, because they really, I think that as the series keeps growing, everybody tries to do better than the illustrator before and I think you can see how 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 the whole series is it keeps getting better and the quality of the work of the illustrators I mean the first illustrators were obviously great too but um I can see how everybody wants to do their best and that is really amazing and also I love the the fact that I work with people from all around the globe and there is such an amazing mixtures of attitudes and and the way uh, they look at the characters. It might be very opposite to mine and just working together, trying to find like where we meet each other, the, the place where we meet each other and make the character come to life. That is really interesting. And you're working with a lot of interesting illustrators coming up because you have a lot of really fun, I think a lot of really fun and unique people coming up in like the spring and the summer. Can you talk a little bit about who you're working on now slash who's going to be coming out in the next, let's say, six months? Um, well, yes, God, we are working. This year I've been working in 25 new titles for this series. So that is a lot of work. 
and there are so many names that I'm gonna. I, I, I think I might need to open the the list because the, really it is an endless endless list. But um, we just came up with Elton John uh, just this month. But in the next few months, there there are other great uh, musicians coming up, like Prince or Stevie Wonder. I'm personally really excited about Mindy. You've got Mindy Kaling coming out in the next, and you've got Malala, right? Yes, we got Malala. She be it will be out in March. That's that's not that long until oh, March. Not that long. You got yeah. Michelle Obama, I think, coming out. Soon. Yes, Michelle Obama as well, and Andy Warhol or Mary Annin, and Hans Christian Andersen. There is a huge mixer of uh, mixer of characters coming up. Marilyn Monroe as well. And right now, I'm working in Michael Jordan. So. But the list keeps going. I mean, Joko Ono will be there too, since we are having um, John Lennon. No, we, we needed to, to have Joko Ono too. And I don't know, Nelson Mandela, Harry Houdini, Helen Keller, Iris Apfel. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, is an amazing character too. Yeah. So, yes, it, it is really a long list of characters. I'm very excited about all of them. I am too. I feel like they're. You're, I mean, we've hit a point where we've talked a lot about a, people that a lot of people know about, and we can finally start to, like, really dig deep into these different categories and show people. And I'm just, I'm also just excited that you learn about so many people from the kids who write to you. I'm still hung up on that. I think. <laughs> yes, I do. I really do. Yes. Um, I've got one final question for you, and that is that a lot of, people who are listening are librarians and I was hoping that maybe you could share with them if you remember either your favorite book as a kid or the first book that you checked out of the library and what it means to you to have a series that talks about so many different people from so many walks of life available in libraries for anybody who wants to take a look at them and learn about different people. Well that that is my my big dream come true you know to be in a library to have my books there, I don't know, it just blows my mind. And knowing that my nieces and my nephews have my books at their school libraries too, it is really, really something amazing. It, it feels great, really. And um, the first book, the first book I, I, I took out from the library, um, I think it was Momo from my calendar. Wow. Yes, and it it became one of my favorite books. And finally, I had to ask my parents to, to get me a copy to keep for myself. And I still keep that copy, you know, because, I mean, I'm not the kind of person who keeps all the books she reads. I love going to the library and, and you know, and, and just checking who, who read that book before me. But, but then there are some that you just want to have so close to you. And Momo is, is one of my very favorite books ever. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and chatting with me, Isa. I'm so excited about all the new books that are going to be coming out. I'm excited about all the books that have already come out. Thank you very much for having me. And I really hope I see you very soon. Thank you so much for listening to Author Chats. All of the books in the Little People Big Dream series are available worldwide, so please visit your favorite bookstore, library, online retailer, or littlepeoplebigdreams.com to find a copy for you and your readers. Enjoyed what you heard? 
Tell your friends. Share our podcast far and wide with colleagues by suggesting they subscribe to Author Chats on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever they listen to podcasts. And we'd be so grateful if you left a review so others can enjoy the podcast too. Special thanks to Scott Holmes for our theme music.